0: Welcome friends. Today's guest is near and dear to my heart, a precious friend and an incredible woman who embodies humility and strength, Melanie Etheridge. Melanie and I met at a high level mastermind and it quickly became apparent that anyone who has the honor to know this amazing lady is blessed. So stay tuned. What superhero do you relate to most? I'm so curious, why? Each of us has our own innate nuclear power. It's God-given. And yet we're all out here wondering, searching, forgetting, and suppressing. I know I was. It's okay, no judgments here. But I am gonna get real. As a life and career coach, it's kind of my job. And you chose the show, so no one is forcing you. But the force is real. And the question I really wanna ask is, what's your superpower i'm sharon davenport i've been called a real life wonder woman this show is designed to activate you alongside other superheroes it's time that you arise put your cape on and fly All right, my friends, well, Melanie is a professionally credentialed business and life coach who empowers women to build their businesses according to their most important priorities. Melanie has built multiple successful businesses during her career, which allows her to bring invaluable experience to her work with her clients. Melanie lives in East Tennessee on a small farm with her husband, her four kids, Three horses, a dog, a cat, and get this 37 chickens. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Melanie. Thank so you, you, Sharon. So happy to be here with you this morning. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. 37 chickens. You know, we we had chickens for a while in our backyard. We were kind of suburbia, you know, and mm-hmm. and my I loved having them and they were they're actually not that hard to take care of. And oh, yeah. Right, and believe it or not, we act- we actually um, we actually lost um, two to a hawk, uh, and I'm sure that you deal with all kinds of predators out there on the farm too. <laughs> yeah, my three
1: year old will run around and be like, "I saw a hawk, Mama! I saw a hawk!" and I'll be like, "Okay, oh. baby, go out back and yell and <laughs> get rid of them." Everybody yep. loves chicken, apparently. It's every everything's favorite food, but we uh, we do what we can to keep ours safe and happy and healthy out there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I know that can be a job sometimes, but all right. So, to dive right in, you know, the the question that I love to ask all of our guests who come on is, you know, who is your favorite superhero and why? Such a
1: a funny question for me because I have three boys in my house. You would think, Mm -hmm that I would know everything there is to know about superheroes. I mean, like, I step on them all the time, the little action figures. (laughs) Sometimes I'll go to get in my bed and there will be a a line of them there tucked in under my covers where, you know, my Mm -hmm. toddler has gone in and decided that they all needed to go to sleep too. But beyond Superman and Batman, I don't even know if I could actually tell you who they are or what they do. Like, I'm the Mm -hmm. absolute worst when it comes to (laughs) things like that. Um, But I I knew you were going to be asking this question, so I I put Mm -hmm. some thought into it. and. I, you know, about about two years ago, I was reading the story in the Bible about um, the woman at the well, the Samaritan woman. And yes. I, was, I was sitting there I was like, you know, here she has this, this massive encounter with Jesus. Gosh, I just I wish I knew what happened with the rest of her life. Right. Wow. Well, lo and behold, we do know what happened with the rest of her life. And so when I looked into that, I would say Fotini, I guess if I'm saying that right, because I've only ever read right. it, I've never heard it. <laughs> right. Know. But you know, the rest of her life, she actually has kind of become my my superhero. Mm. And the reason for that is when you look at her life, right? I mean, she clearly had been through stuff right but she encountered truth face to face Mm -hmm. right so she has this Mm -hmm. encounter with truth and allows it to radically like transform her and she lived from that place unapologetically (laughs) from there from there forward and so i love the idea of you know allowing yourself to be transformed by the truth when you encounter it and living Mm -hmm. that out and so you know i dove into studying the things about her and learned all these things about Mm her and so i would say she's actually probably on multiple levels, kind of the superhero that I look up to, I mean, she didn't allow society to tell her who she had right. to be, right? She encountered mm-hmm. truth and then she spoke it without, yes. being, you know, without allowing people to shut her down. It didn't matter to her that she was a woman, you know, it didn't matter to her that she had been, had this past and she didn't let people stop that. She went out and she did, she did what the truth transformed her into.
0: And I, that to me, I think is massive superpower. So. I, I agree with hundred percent. The beautiful thing is, you know, she had a checkered past and at the well, yeah. Jesus like called that out. He mm-hmm. actually spoke to that and told her about her past. And then because, because he brought the truth to light and because he, because he, he trans, as you mentioned, transformed her life, then then she went and told everybody, right? Yeah. She literally spread the news and brought the help to bring yeah. the multitudes to him through that, and by by yeah. sharing the truth and sharing that testimony that she had. And I think that that's what's beautiful. That is an incredible superhero story. All in,
1: yeah, all in. all in. It was like that transformation happened, and she was just she was there from that point
0: forward. When you look at her life, it is it's remarkable. And I love how you said, you know, she didn't let anything stop her because she was a woman or, or the checkered past. She's like, no, I see the truth. I've been brought to the truth. I'm going to now share the truth, shed the light because of how I've been transformed. And, and that, that truly is. And that takes courage, right? Yes, absolutely. That takes rejection. People being, you know, her being rejected by other people and like, you're crazy, but what about what you did? Yeah. But do you know what he did and not letting things? stop her and just keep going. So that's an awesome superhero to choose. I love it. Great, great, great one there. So so along along those lines, you know, all of us, we have superpowers, right? And um they they might not be what we see in the the um TV screen or the movie screen, but um what would you actually say are are is your main superpower because I know you have many and, and <laughs> thank you. you. Yeah. And how would you, you know, use it in your day to day?
1: Yeah. You know, in reflecting on this question, I think, um, I think hope is probably Mm -hmm. one of my greatest superpowers and, uh, almost like a relentless hope that ties to, you know, vision for me, you know, obviously hope and faith are so closely intertwined, right? You know, they they go so hand in hand believing for something. But when I look back over the journey of my life and I'm like, what what has brought me to where I am today?
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, I think
1: it's been the ability to believe for something and then have like that hopeful anticipation to walk it out, to bring it out and see what needs to be done. So there's almost like this hope and strategic action thing that comes together in me so that it takes it from being this pie in the sky you know, wishful thinking kind of thing to a very practical, okay, I see this, I believe for this, I have hope in this journey of creating this, of bringing it about. And then I can see what needs to be done and take that next step and take that next step. And I think, you know, that has been something I've seen at play in my own life from the very first day I walked into my own business. And it's something that I see playing out in the lives of my clients, as I do work with them and help them bring into reality the things that they dream for and
0: hope for. One hundred percent, and and I love you. Do have this beautiful um, knack for for being able to listen and to hear, and then to speak light and to speak hope into others' lives as well. Mm -hmm. And part of that definitely comes from what you have personally walked through yourself. And and you know, along those lines, I I know how incredible you are. And um, (laughs) but I would love, (laughs) I would love for our friends listening to to get to know you a little bit more too. So if you don't mind, please share with us. Part of your story and your your journey with us. Yeah,
1: so I have been um, cleaning out my office recently because we're in the process of moving it, and I came across um, a picture that I found that I think tells this story really well, and I think um, I would I'd like to share that today, maybe give some Please hope do. to do to listeners. Yeah. But for me, you know, I grew up in the hills of East Tennessee, right in Appalachia. Mm-hmm. Very poor, like maybe not so like Hollywood stereotypically poor, but not far <laughs> off from that, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, but there was something that was always in me uh, that could see for bigger and dreamed for bigger and wanted bigger. And I honestly, I don't know where that came from, right? I don't mm-hmm. know what the context was for that in my life, but I'm really grateful for it. Um, and I, I bought full into the dream of going to college, getting the good job and doing those right. things. I thought that would be the path that took me to the more and to the really fully living into life. And I remember, so I moved 2000 miles across the country. I was the very first person in my family to go to college. In fact, while I was in school, my dad went back to college. And so we were in college together 2000 miles apart at the same time, you know? And so I'm going through that and, and pushing and driving and making things happen because it's just what I did back then. And Mm -hmm. um, I got a really great internship during my senior year of college that led to a great paying job right out of school. Um, I graduated earning more money than anybody in my family had ever earned at that point. And so, you know, there was this part of me that I was like, okay, I've arrived. I did it, (laughs) you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. at this young age. I had also just gotten married. We had relocated to Denver because both my husband and I were going to graduate school and had just come back from our honeymoon. So I'm going to graduate school full time at nights, working full time and during, during the day wow. and even yeah. picking up serving shift on the weekends to try to pay back college loans from sure. undergrad. Sure. So it was a really, really busy time in life. But right, mm-hmm. in my mind and in my way of thinking, I'm like, okay, I, i've I've arrived. Like, I'm here. I'm doing this thing that I set out to do. And, you know, mm-hmm. I have this beautiful apartment at a young age that has gorgeous, unobstructed mountain views and things wow. that I never, you know, I did dream for. I shouldn't say I never dreamed. But you know right. again, had that hope. I was like, someday, someday, this will hey. be the life. But I remember, Um, As the days passed and that I just grew more and more weary, like I was just tired, I was exhausted. And all I could see in front of me was this life of having to ask everybody permission for how I could live and what I could do, you know. Mm -hmm. And I had this day where I came home from work and had about an hour break between work and class. And Mm -hmm. I picked up the Denver Post as I was walking up the stairs into my apartment and I flipped it open. And there was this picture on the front page of the Denver Post. And it changed everything for me. you know. And I found the picture, like I said, because we are um, cleaning out, moving my office oh, around. But the caption on the picture, it's a picture of a little boy who's got his face pressed against these bars. And yeah. you just see the tears streaming down his face, the anguish mm. in his eyes. And the caption reads that storm survivors in Haiti face hunger and disease. <sighs> and here I was at this like weary point and I sat mm. down on the couch and I thought to myself, I'm making more money than anybody in my family has ever made. And yet mm. I don't have free money to spend to send to this to help these people right now. Right. I would travel in a heartbeat and go down there. I had been trained in certain types of of of, of missions like that. And right. I can't take the time. Like I would have to ask my boss, can I have more time off of work after, you know, just having come back from a honeymoon <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and all the right. things, you know, and was realizing, you know, I get two weeks a year for the next X number of years. And then four weeks that are mine, anything else I want. I'm like, I'm, I'm owned by this company who is paying my bills. And like, and I'm just sitting there at the age of 22, Mm -hmm. tears streaming down my face, realizing that, you know, I have, I've sacrificed autonomy of my life for this idea of success.
0: Right. Wow. And, you know, I was like,
1: this, you know, this isn't gonna work for me. And I just I remember just bawling because I felt like there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do right now. Mm-hmm. And just I, I turned to prayer and I was like, God, is is this what life is about? Like is this is this how it's supposed to be? And I ended up encountering over the next couple of weeks some books that changed my thinking changed the direction of my life. And I remember I decided that I was going to go in business for myself. And yes. so I sat down when I made that decision and I thought, okay, I thought that this is what I wanted my life to look like, right? Mm-hmm. This was all I knew. It was all I had context for. right? And I got here and I created created this and it wasn't what I wanted, <laughs> right? Or, or I realized there were pieces to it that I didn't know were there. You know, like I didn't I didn't realize that when you get this, it's not actually this great feeling of of success. It is this feeling of like, Somebody else now controls what I do with my time. And, but I wrote out this vision and I was like in five years. So again, I'm 22, almost 23 when I'm writing this out. I'm like, in five years, I want to be living on a four horse property in the foothills. Um, Mm -hmm. I want to be living a lifestyle that is completely free so that if God asks me to do anything or go anywhere at the drop of a hat, like I can just drop everything and say yes and go to whatever he calls me to. Right. And, you know, without having to ask, you know, hey, boss, I've already had my two-week vacation. Right. Can you give me more time off? You know, no, that's not happening. Or How am I going to pay my mortgage, right? I right. didn't want those to be the things that were guiding my life. Like, I wanted to be able to say yes to whatever God had for me in life. And wrote that on that vision. I still have, you know, where I wrote all this stuff down on this, yes. this vision statement. And I wrote, I wanted to be free to be there for my children, no matter what.
0: Wow. You know, in a way Mm
1: -hmm. that my parents, you know, were never able to be for me. And I had, you know, obviously, so young, had no idea how all of that was going to end up playing out. (laughs) right? Right. But decided and I started a business on the side back then. And within about um, 15 months was able to double my corporate income, walk away Mm. from that business and begin, you know, living this life that we had dreamed of. And when God gave us the opportunity to live in South America, at the drop of a hat, we just said, yes, sold half of our stuff and or all of our stuff practically kept the family yeah. heirlooms and things and in yeah. storage. And we moved to Colombia, you know, moved to South America yeah. and lived there for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And during that time, my husband launched another business, I was in the process of launching another business. And we got a call that there were two little boys who needed a place to live. So if you go back to that, you know, vision statement, you know, I had no idea when I wrote down, be there for my children, no matter what, what, how that was going to play out. Right. And so within 48 (laughs) hours, we have this international location and this small house Mm. rented in Knoxville, Tennessee, and two little boys living with us. (laughs) And So we went into this parenthood thing very, very quickly, but it wasn't really until about a year ago when I was looking at this, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I wrote out that original vision <laughs> and put it in the work, right? Brought that hope. Like right. when I wrote it out, I believed it. I believed it. You know, that was yes. the, the faith piece. I believe this is what so God was called me to. I believe it's the yes. life he's called me to. I and put the hope and the action behind it. But, it, you know, all those years after accomplishing it, it was like, oh, wow, we did that. We did those yes. things, <laughs> you know? And it's just interesting looking back on that and mm-hmm. seeing how, you know, I've summed it up in like two minutes, but it was like a journey, right? Sure. of action, of choosing to stay in hopeful anticipation of this is what I'm believing for. Right. This is what can happen and continuing in the action of that over those years to to, to get to that point. And, you know, obviously I have a horse property in the right. foothills now in full disclosure, I always assumed those foothills would be the Rocky mountain foothills, but <laughs> <laughs> right. know, the Smokies are really great. So.
0: <laughs> Definitely they are. I love hiking in the Smokies, but I oh, love it. Yeah. But, you know, as you're as you're speaking, Melanie, I, I definitely there were moments that I definitely had chills just because I saw it's very clear to see how God put the desire in your heart. He gave you what you had wanted, what you, and when you said you thought you arrived, right? He had gave you that desire to be successful. Then you arrived at that success. Then you actually realized it wasn't everything that the world had made it to be. And that's not really, there's so much more. And then now how do I turn around and serve when I have a thought I have accomplished what I've wanted to accomplish. And so you open yourself up, you open the door, to be able to to do that and I also believe that God put that desire in your heart too and then he and then you and then you listened you followed you took action on what God and I I can see how he's blessed you along the way each step of the way as well and because you've been faithful in saying okay god I'll go where you want me to go I'll do what you want me to do here I am send me and he gave me these two beautiful you know adopted boys and that um and then you have some of your your own as well. And um what a what a gift to hear your story. So there's and that I I believe that is a story of hope for other people that yes. are listening to us today too. So um, you know, you you're and, and those that are listening, you're not alone. You know, um as Melanie shared here, you know, I think this is um a a beacon, you know, beacon of hope for those that might be in a plate that's stuck or yeah. um that you know for women who are unsatisfied they've had the business accomplishments and they're unsatisfied and they're you know and, and speaking of like women in business you you've accomplished a lot and um you've had you have these kids and you have the farm and you have the businesses that you're running and you know while there's so much to that you know um how uh, what advice would you give to those women out there and our friends listening today, men and women, it could be, um, to be able to manage all of those responsibilities and and do that successfully. Yeah, it's a a great question,
1: Sharon, because, you know, we always have the conversations about work-life balance. We have the questions about, you know, can you really have it all? Can you Mm -hmm. have, you know, and and a lot of great answers to that, right? Maybe we can have it all, not all at the same time. Is work and life balance, (laughs) is it a real thing? Uh, I think it comes down to being incredibly clear about what you really want, right? Mm. What do you really want your life to look like? And pause and ask right. yourself that question because I think, especially, you know, if someone if you're listening with us here today, you know, you are most likely already somebody who, is oriented this way of knowing you want more out of life, that you want to live fully activated. If they're listening to this Activate You podcast, they want to live activated. They want to live in their superpowers. Mm -hmm. Uh, But what happens is when we hear the same advice over and over and over again, and we Mm -hmm. don't take action on it, right, it Mm -hmm. loses its power to move us. And then we begin to overthink things and we complicate things. And so I just encourage people to, you know, Take the take the shoulds out of it. Right. We're going back to talking about Fotini. You know, she should not be preaching to men and women because society says no, you can't do that. She should not be doing anything because look at her past. All the or you have to do it this way. Like, write my story. You have to go to college. You have to get that Mm -hmm. good job. That is what success looks like. And it is for some people. Right. That is what success looks like for some people but for me it was not what i wanted in life and so i think stepping back and asking that question what do i really want in life and spend some time there
0: right, right?
1: and write it out cuz mm-hmm. and you you picked up on this like you know when when we have these desires in our heart mm-hmm. for how we want our life to look for how we want to be showing up right mm-hmm. they're not just random things right they're, they're placed no. in us and created in us for a yes. reason And sometimes we pick up garbage and input from other people that sounds good and all this kind of stuff. And we think this is how we should be doing things, but we have to strip that back and be like, you know, God loves each of us uniquely. God created each of us uniquely to fulfill the role that we have and the part of the body that we are. Right. And we all have different functions. So how, what do you really want? Tap into that. And then just ask yourself, okay, well, how am I showing up in these areas in my life. Okay, if I, if this yeah, is really right. what I want my life to look like, then what does it take to create that? Let's get very practical. Well, what does it take, right. you know, you want more time with your spouse, What does it take to create that one simple Mm -hmm. action step there? You want more time with your quality time with your kids. What does it take to create that? Right. You want a new successful brand. What is the one next step that you can take to create that? And Mm -hmm. then you can dive deep, you know, find a coach, find somebody to help you really dive deep and clear away the junk and the things that are keeping you away. Yeah. From or keeping you off track or distracted from those most important steps that you can be taking to create that vision that you have for yourself. To, you know, and when you're feeling stuck, you know, you ask this Sharon. And we I you've been there, yes. Right. Yes, <laughs> yeah. we, yes, we've I been have. here. Yeah. It's, you know, I share that quick snippet of my story and it sounds like it was all rainbows and butterflies and happy dances with unicorns Never. out in my pastures. <laughs> That's right. not real life, right? I'm sitting here in this place of, of having come through many things and being able to speak back and look and see the tapestry of how it all wove together right. and how it worked out. But when you're in the middle of it, it can be very, very challenging Yes, and it can be harder to maintain that hopeful anticipation of these things that you're writing down that you really want for your life. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know, I, I mentioned that it was not all that long ago that my husband and I are looking at that original vision statement and mm-hmm. we we're like, we, we did these things. Yes. <laughs> you know, we, we yes. did this. And it's like, so, so what's next, right? What are, what are we going for next? And we began to really look into that. But a piece of the story, at least when it comes to career, and career has always been a very important aspect of who I am. I have always wanted to work. I've always wanted to do something that I felt like made a difference and made somebody's life better because I was doing it, right? You know, that that biggest fear that looms out there is what if I get to the end and realize I didn't do anything that mattered. Right, right. (laughs) Looming out there. But, you know, when we're looking and we're like, okay, what is the next thing that's in front of us what are what are we going to go for here
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i'm looking back in my career and realizing you know when we got that call that here are these two little boys who needed a mm-hmm. safe place to land i had just almost a year prior to that invested a significant sum of money into launching a new company mm-hmm. and it had given me opportunities to speak on stages around the world and was yep. making really grand connections and when we made the move back to tennessee i had this realization that I have the capital in terms of money, time, resources. Again, so looking at what do I really want in life? Right. I had the capital to go after and do what was necessary for those little boys, or I could Mm -hmm. continue growing that company that I had loved and poured my heart and soul into getting the foundation and my savings, you know, and done that, and had to make the hard choice to shut that down. Wow. And it was you know, at first it felt like this massive failure and I had to keep reminding myself, I'm like, no, you know, Melanie, this is you making choices that are aligned with your most important values. 100%, yes. And because, you know, I had made previous decisions along the way, I was in a place of freedom where I was able to do that. So living that vision that I had hoped for and mm-hmm. made the choice to shut that down, count the the investment that I made into it as a loss, <laughs> you know, right. and record. But one of the things that was very interesting during that time is from a career standpoint, you know, I still had dreams for what I wanted to be doing and the impact that I wanted to be making in the world. And I felt like I was going in reverse. So worse than just being stuck. <laughs> like I felt yeah, like I was yeah, yeah. running backwards as fast as I could in from where mm-hmm. I was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was, it was like one of these things where, you know, I stepped back and I did what I really believed I was being called to do. And I still hundred percent, right. no regrets, no regrets. Mm-hmm made that yep. decision that was i would never undo that you know right, right but on 100%. that career side that career side of things i was like gosh i just i've blown it you know i right. I'm, I'm worse than stuck i've gone i've gone backwards i've gone you, you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> well and the, the interesting thing was bringing the hope back together you know bring mm-hmm. it bring it back around i found um a, a woman a I bought a house in Colorado and about a month after I bought that house, this woman comes and knocks on my door and she says, I, I don't know if you believe in God. I don't know if you're even open to this kind of thing, but I was walking past your house and I was praying for you the other day. And I feel like God wants you or wanted me to share this message with you. And I, I just so appreciated how she approached me about it. Cause once yeah. she didn't know me at all, right. She right. she's like, You know, if it's garbage, throw it away, but I just want to be obedient to what I feel like God is asking me to do. So awesome. I was like, okay, so the way that she presented it to me, I was totally open to hearing it. Mm-hmm. And so she brings me this thing that she had typed out. Well, I found it while I was in this season. And mm-hmm. there was a section in that word that said, you will get to the point, again, career-wise, you will get to a point where you feel like you are going in reverse. But mm-hmm. in reality, you're moving to a starting line for the next thing that God has for you. And yes. so it was like one of these things, again, if God says it, I believe it. Like it's yes. faith, right? That's the faith piece of things. And then I think the hope is how you walk that faith out, right? Right. So God says, I'll be moving to a starting line. So I believe that there was a starting line career-wise out there for me again, like that it was that there was something that was coming. So I had something to have hopeful anticipation for that I could begin to put, you know, strategic thought and action behind and moving towards again. And I think, again, it's so important to find those things Mm-hmm. When you're in the stuck space, when you are in the feeling like you're going backwards and you're watching all of your peers around you accomplish all these great things and people who you would have looked at at right. one point and said, oh, I'm so far ahead of them on the journey. And now it feels like they're so far ahead of you. And it's just not the way it right. works, right? Those are the, nope. the shoulds and the things that we put on ourselves. Yep. And so having that piece of of knowing what is it that you really want out of your life Mm-hmm. and having the faith that God put those desires in your heart and that hopeful anticipation of bringing it into reality by combining that hope with meaningful actions. Yes. The faith without works is dead. Right. I think the same thing is like, I think that hope is kind of that works piece, right? It is that mm-hmm. joyful it anticipation is. of how you walk out what you're believing for. Uh, and so, that, I mean, my advice to people who are feeling like they're stuck in that, are stuck if they're stuck, or if they're in that space where they're going, you feel like they're going in reverse, like I was. Right, really get clear. What do I really want? Because that is a gift from God. Getting clear on That's what you really want and knowing that is a right. gift, and then building your life according to that, taking those faith actions.
0: And and I love that because you you said this a couple of times, and the phrase kept coming up that you know that says you stop shooting on yourself. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Stop shooting on yourself. And <laughs> and and that's that's the beautiful thing too, is that God puts the desires into our heart, as we've already talked about, and the the hope. And and I love how you said hope and take action. And if we don't write down what we want, then then how are we gonna achieve? Our dreams and our goals. So I think that's a beautiful action step that you've given everybody. And, and I think that that is, um, it is very vital Is that, how do we know how to get there if we, if we don't know where we're going and, um, exactly. It's beautiful. So just as we're starting to kind of wind down here, man, I think we could talk definitely all (laughs) all day, but as we're starting to wind down here, I just, I'm curious to hear from you. um, You know, who do you give most of the credit to um, for who you are today, for the woman that you've become today? Who would you give? Um, So,
1: I always try to, I hesitate from sounding cringy, religious, <laughs> you know, giving, <laughs> Yeah, you, know, you growing up in Sunday school, your right answer was, you know, God, Jesus, the Bible, right? Raise your hand. Oh, you say one God. of those three <laughs> you have given, right. you have given the answer. Um, but I just, I don't know how it's a co-labor, I think, um, first sure. of all, right? Yeah, so sure. I think that God is so gracious to us and giving us invitation, to step onto a a path with him. Right. Mm -hmm. And that in that path is restoration to wholeness. And that path is reconciliation. And so I, you know, there are so many things in life where I'm like, oh, I want this, I want this, I want this and I can drive for it. And, but really the bottom, like the the bottom deepest depth of my heart is like, I want whatever God has for me because I know, and I trust that I thought I wanted horse property in the foothills of the Rockies, but mm-hmm. God looking forward in infinite wisdom is like, yeah, you'll have your horse property. That is a desire <laughs> of your heart. You have wanted it and it will be in the foothills <laughs> out foot of the Rockies. Right. And this has been just a blessing. I never would have expected because yeah. I never would have chosen it. Right. And so I think that um, I can't, attribute anything other than the grace of God for, for the life I've lived, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but the co-laboring into it being like, yeah, you know, I remember when I was 15. I I read, and I think it was in Kings. I don't even remember where, where it was like the God is constantly like roaming the earth looking for somebody whose heart is for them. And I was like, Oh, for real, for real God. Because if that's the case right here, you know, let let my heart be for you no matter what. And you know, I, and I still pray that I'm like, God, if you, if you're still looking out there, Lord, if you're still looking out there for those hearts to be for you, let mine be for you um, in Mm -hmm. all things and let that, you know, let it flow from that. And so, um, I, I just think the grace of God has to be because I look at all the different choices, all the different paths, all the different things that I could have taken.
0: Yeah. And we
1: talk about that, that looking back, you know, writing down the, what do you really want? That yes. gives me active testimony. Like, like, yes documented proof of testimony of the work you of God so you <laughs> show people right? <laughs> yes, you know of, of the work of God, you know in our life and and how all things weave together, but it's yes. a, it's a co-laboring, I think it's a co-creation of of who of who you what you choose to say yes to and who you become. part of it is those desires that God is putting in your heart, the talents and the gifts that are your superhero superpowers that you get to yes. bring to the world. But if I'm Superman, and again, really terrible with superheroes, so forgive me mm-hmm. here. But you know, you hear the leap the tall buildings thing. So if I'm super Superman and I can go leap the tall building, I still have to make the choice to go leap the tall building. Yes, you right? do. It is. It is no good having that ability if I don't make the choice to be like, all right, you know, God, I'm going to co-labor with you in this, and and together, let's see what we can create in the world um, with that. And so, long-winded answer.
0: But no, I, I, love I, I love it. I love it, and I think I think you, I mean you've definitely given our listeners today an action step of of very clearly through this, and and that is to write down your your goals, your dreams, because those are God given. Write them down, yeah. and then take action on them. Figure yes. out kind of how Hopefully to hopeful anticipate. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. Hopeful anticipation in action. So yes. activate, activate into it, right? I love activate it. Activate into that hopeful <laughs> anticipation. Absolutely. <Right. laughs> and if, if you need help with that, then you have some, some amazing coaches to call on too. So um I love it. I love it. Well, friends listening, I don't know about you, but uh, this hopefully did activate you and give you yes. hope for the things that you're walking through right now. Maybe, maybe you've been there too. Maybe you have been, where you've achieved this success and it wasn't everything that you expected it to be. And then now you're seeing other people pass up where you were too, because you're feeling like you've gone backwards or something, but listen, re-listen to Melanie's story as well. And, um, we, we hope that it helps to activate you. Reach out to Melanie, reach out to me. We'd love to be able to help you along your journey as well. And, um, Melanie, thank you so much again for For joining us, you guys can check her out at melanieetheridge.com. And some fun news, guys Uh, my best selling book is now available on Amazon. Yes, I know, right? Yes. So you guys listening can check out the Joyful Entrepreneur Insider Secrets to Blending Business with Faith um, in Kindle and paperback version. And just so you know, until the end of 2022, you may not be listening to the, that then, um, this episode then, but um, we are giving all of the proceeds to um, a mission, um, the, the Jesus mission, which is feeding people literally around the world till the end of this year and just to give back there but my friends listening thanks so much for tuning in we'll be back in about two weeks with our next amazing modern day superhero until then and as always use your superpowers to change someone's life for the better today and bye for now thanks melanie what superhero do you relate to most i'm so curious why each of us has our own innate nuclear power It's God given, and yet we're all out here wondering, searching, forgetting, and suppressing. I know I was. It's okay, no judgments here, but I am gonna get real. As a life and career coach, it's kind of my job. And you chose the show, so no one is forcing you. But the force is real. And the question I really wanna ask is, what's your superpower? I'm Sharon Davenport. I've been called a real life wonder woman. This show is designed to activate you alongside other superheroes. It's time that you arrive, put your cape on and fly.